Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello and welcome to the latest edition of Woodman Corner, the West Bromwich Albion podcast that is eagerly awaiting the new season in the Championship. I am Graham Brown and today I am joined by Kieran Doody. Hi Graham. Hello mate and Joe Chapman. How are you Graham? I'm great, thank you, and and pleased to be uh, to be back. Looking forward to a uh, to a season under the stewardship of Big Dave in the in the Championship. We've, uh, we've got a few transfer deals that have gone through that we can kind of talk through, but the subject today is going to be all. A, we're going to kick off with where will Albion finish so we've all had to um, to give this some thought because we do a prediction story at the start of the, at the start of the season which ends up embarrassing everyone no, like Greg Evans who predicted Norwich to win the championship last year that we like to talk about um, so we've all had to give this some thought so, so we're going to uh, talk it out now so let's start with that Kieran where have you predicted the Albion to finish um, I've gone for third fourth around around the playoff places I don't think I think it's a lot to ask to finish top two. Yeah. Um, obviously, there's a, there's a few young, a lot of young players coming into the squad through new signings. Um, I do think it's wide open as well at the top to yeah. be able to predict the top two. I think Stoke are probably going to run away with it. I think they've got a great squad. Um, I think Derby will surprise a few. Nottingham Forest. I mean, it's if you look at it, there's a good 12... 12 teams that could be pushing for that top six. Well, no, I think Derby. Oh, yeah, I think Derby seems to me to have had a, a superb close season. I mean, I think they yeah. keeping um, keeping hold of Curtis Davis, who we've talked about in this podcast before, is great business. They've brought in some really good players. They seem stable. Uh, they do seem. I mean, I always think Derby and Forest are you know a bit. Uh, they're always play teams at this stage of the season, but they do. I don't know. What, do, do you think they're the real deal? I do think Nottingham Forest are definitely. I think they've made some great signings. I think um, Derby. See, the football they've been playing is really like a high attacking tempo style, which they didn't. Obviously, it's a completely different approach than under Rarick last season. Yeah. And I, do, I know Lampard is a managerial novice, but it does seem to be seems to be getting through to the players because they the, the outplayed Wolves at the weekend. Yeah. And if you saw their starting eleven squad. So who did you pick then? Who were your three to go up you picked? Um, Stoke, Derby and West Brom. I think Albion could squeeze through the playoffs. Got that, Joe. So what were your three? Uh, My three was Stoke, Derby and Middlesbrough. And Uh, the Albion to finish? I've actually got the Albion to finish in the playoffs. I do think they'll be uh, a top six team. But I'm not going to say anything silly like we're going to lose to Middlesbrough in the playoff final. But I do think Borough will go through in the playoffs. Um, I, I just, I just think Tony Pulis in a full season of the Championship, with uh, a, a, a summer of, of signing players that he wants, I just think he, he knows how to get teams out of them. It really won't be very pretty, but I think they're going to, uh, they're going to nick that playoff spot. 
Uh, I, I would uh, I'd be inclined to agree. If, well, I'll come to my <laughs> what's going to be quite an unpopular selection for how I think the season's going to pan out in a minute. But uh, you know, yeah. I think uh, Pulis has started out the way Pulis starts out, hasn't he, by signing players that you uh, you need a step to to uh, to see them. Uh, so so what, on, what what name and number? Where are we going to finish? Uh, I, well, I personally think fourth. And uh, why? I mean, uh, uh, so, so we finished. Yeah, we finished. Below Swansea last year, we uh, you know I think we're in a better. I mean, I, mean, I guess Darren Moore turned this around, but I still guess there's a figure something like we've won six of the last thirty games or something. I guess yes, I, I still think we're in a better shape than Swansea. Yep, um, I, I think uh, there seems to be real question marks over Swansea's ability to do business. They've they've brought in one kid from Sunderland, and that's it. They still haven't shifted any players that they were hoping to. I, I still think Wilfred Bonnie's there. The IU brothers are there. Alfie Mawson's still there. In the same way, they're very similar to Albion, in, in the same boat to Albion, in as much as they've got all these players that everyone expected to leave, and they're still there. Yeah. So they've lost Fabianski, they've lost Key Sung Young. Um, they haven't. They haven't replaced the spine of the team. I, I, I think that's right. I, what I do, what I would say about Swansea is that re, it, it, in the fullness of time, all this this point in the season is crazy. And I mean, the truth is that in this, the Albion and Swans are going to do a lot of business in the next 12 days. And, and it's not really time to judge it now. It's, 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 what I, it's what I concern myself with. In the form, fundamentally, we've done a few deals now. We're probably going to do another six or seven before the end of this transfer window when the likes of Chadley and Rondon and blah, blah, blah have gone out. And I guess Swans, it's slightly more They might have eight go out and eight go out in the next, in the next few weeks. But I think until August the 12th comes, I don't know that you can tell about Swans because I just think they're not going to sit there and do nothing. They are, They've just got to wait for the players to go before they come in, and what I, I would say, it's you know, it's, it's dreadful for them that they're going to have to do such a lot of fundamental business at the end of or at the end yeah. of the, this August transfer window. But what, I, but Rick, why I'm loath to that, to that too, lad, is because I still think that's the case with Albion. So you, you, you wonder, particularly Swansea, though. You know, they've signed one player, we've signed five. We've lost a goalkeeper, our captain and centre back of last year, and a winger for six million pound. And we've brought in a winger, a centre back, and a goalkeeper. Yeah. Whether they're particularly, you know, um, straight swaps in terms of quality, then we'll, we'll see. But at least we've done the business now. So yeah, I, I just think Swansea, as you've already said, to be able to, to be asked to do that much business with a manager who, ha- as as well as he's done elsewhere, he hasn't got any experience in English football uh, in a managerial capacity. To ask him to do that much business to his squad, that fundamental, how damaging is that going to be for a game, for a season that's going to be 50 matches? Well, my concern about that is that practically everything you've just said is also true of Albion. You know, they're a bit for, which is why we'll segue to my choices. So oh. everyone's about to hate me. But I, when I gave it some thought, I mean, so, so when I look for, for what I think is going to be a success in the Championship, I often look at teams that are on the periphery of the season before. I think that, that's often the case. I think the example I'd use is Wolves, who, who you know, were close to sacking Mick McCarthy one year when they were kind of like dallying on the edge of the playoffs, and all of a sudden they jumped straight up to their Reading and other clubs. That said, I think Stoke have done their business so early and done such such good uh, business that I've picked Stoke to finish first, Middlesbrough to finish second because I just think Tony Pulis will do his thing. And I don't know who's going to go for the playoffs. <laughs> and part of this is because I wanted to jinx them but I've chosen Villa to go for the playoffs All right, yeah. right, I think Villa had, Stop, funny yeah. enough, I was reading a story the other day where someone was saying oh yeah, Villa are in absolute dire straits the only players they've got up front are Codger, Hogan and blah 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 and I thought that still sounds better than what we've got 
Um, you know, like, I'm like, uh, I guess, I guess uh, you got. I don't know. Oh, I'm not sure. If you close, the, if you close the transfer window this afternoon, I'd take Ronda Rodriguez over. No, nah, you're right. Oh, it was just the way they were talking about like it was some sort of like dreadful scenario because they've only got four strikers when we've only got three. And, you know, it's just you know, it's not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's well. not like we're in the best. And to, to, just to finish, I have Albion to finish eighth. Now, I, I, I do think this. This is this is. You, some might say this is unduly negative, but. I one of the things I look for, and I know Stoke have gone and undergone massive upheaval, but through the spine of their squad, they've still got Butland, they've still got Shawcross, they've still got Martin Zindi, they've still got Joe Allen. They haven't had to fund it. The only part of their spine that's really changed is the phobia, and they did that early. I think Stoke have prepared really well, and I still think Albion, just in such a complete um, state of flux, and I think you know, it's, they're probably doing the right thing by bringing in young players and so on. But I just feel like what will happen with Albion is um, they'll have a poor first off. I think Albion will mirror. Middlesbrough last season, to a, last season to a certain extent they'll have a poor start no one will know each other they won't know what they're doing <sighs> and it might take dare I say it we all love Big Dave but a managerial change to turn it round oh good lord that's thinking I'm far all, too far ahead I'm already oh. saying this alright you have come back from your holiday with a bang <laughs> I know yeah. uh, well all I'll say is I, I've got to be honest as um, as as any, it's anything but straightforward the championship obviously and without trying to sound like the X Factor anything can happen so despite that when the fixture list came out last month I did think to myself that it's a pretty inviting start Yeah. if you're playing but I mean we've got Forest away which is tricky and that's been brought forward but you've got Bolton I think it's Bolton Norwich and QPR yeah. QPR can't even do any business Yeah. they're absolutely crippled by financial fair play Bolton's players have been on strike this, this summer and Norwich City have already sold um Josh Murphy and Je- uh, Madison, Madison as well yeah. this summer without really doing any significant business coming in so I'm just thinking there's a real opportunity for Albion to start the season strongly um, I'm, 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 I'm well, looking I, forward to the season anyway be interested to what you think I, I, don't, I, I just personally would contest we're not in a position to, to, to start it strongly at the moment well, I think I was, you know, the country thing was great I country would, would die but you know, it was good. It was good that we got Harvey Barnes in scoring goals. It's good that you know Hal Robson Carnu is coming to this season. Well, there's things that aren't so good. You know, Dawson hasn't pre- really had a, f- a pre-season. Chadley is is there about yesterday. Field doesn't have the pre-season you'd want. Uh, Neon hasn't had the pre-season. There's a, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of things that that aren't I haven't done. That. And I, I, I mean, I hope that's right. But I just fear Albion's ability to start strongly. I just I, I fear. That, that we're continuing the state flux. I'd imagine very, very quickly we're going to have a new right back. It's very plausible that by the game comes that they'll have swapped Rondon and Gale. There's a lot of kind of um, of stuff to do. And uh, you know, when you were talking about Forest, well, it's probably a good time to play Forest because they've got you know they've got they've got a still, better team. I know, I know, you're, team. I know you're back in Forest to have a good season, Kira. Um, I've still got question marks over Forest. They have thrown all their eggs in this basket. Yeah. They've really, really got to go up this year. Yeah. By, the, by the sounds of it We're in, in terms of the business they've done last year, though. yeah 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 I, I think Wolves' business was better uh, Forrest have signed they've, they've obviously signed a couple of lads from Portugal uh, they've signed Jack Robinson they've signed Michael Dawson uh, I'm not convinced about Forrest either they've lost they've lost Eric Lehi who, who, who I liked uh, at full back I, I, I just don't think uh, there might be a playoff team I, I do, I'm not 
personally, this might come I, back to I, bite me on the backside. I'm, I'm not personally considering them for automatic promotion. I prefer Derby's business to Forest. Yeah, me too. I think, but Derby's Derby is like a more. It's again, like, I look for the teams that performed well last year and that have, have developed. And I feel like Derby have done that. Yeah, they fell yeah. off, but they've they've enhanced that. I feel like Borough have done that. You know, Borough have improved on what. Pulis was doing with them um, late on. I, th- I still think they want to do a lot more business, but you know they've immediately got the you know got a, a kind of spine in place. Um, Forest have taken everything apart and put it back together again. And you're right, Wolves managed to do that, but not not many do. Uh, and yeah, I, I, I'm le- I'm more concerned I think about Derby than um, the Forest. But I mean, fundamentally, with Albion, it's, it's it's what they can do. I mean, you know, you start off the season, we can name. The in theory twenty million pound centre half Craig Dawson. The in theory seventeen million. Twenty five right million. Twenty five million. I love you. I love you. Know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, right wing Nasser Chadley, the uh, the uh, the, stri- the strike force in in demand by Premier League sides of Rondon and, and Rodriguez. They are all still there, uh, but then they're also there with kind of question marks over their heads. Um, so well, let's move on to this. What do, what do we need? Now, I've, I've mentioned some uh, some stuff there. There seems to me to be some. Some holes in the squad. Uh, I'm going to say we need a right back. We might even need two. We we'll maybe come back to Craney in a minute. Um, I think we need two centre halves, and I think I think Dawson will go. But I almost feel like do I think he need two even if he stays. I think I'm worried about the centre half position. I, you know, when Rowett was saying the other day, you know, we've only got Shawcross and Martins Indian. I thought, well, we actually haven't got two that I trust at the moment. We can have Martins Craney. <laughs> and there, that's play, what him, play him versatility, play him across the back four, any way you like. I'm going to say we need five players. We need a right back, two centre halves, a striker, and a central midfielder. Yeah. What are you saying? Well, I'm going to say right back, definitely. Yeah. And whether Neon's there or not, I, I, we do need a right I back. I don't want Neon to be the starting uh, right back. Uh, no. And uh, I, I do think we just. Uh, there's obviously talk of um, Jack Stacey at Luton Town, so that's you know, someone that's really, really stood out. Uh, they've got a couple of good players uh, right back at uh, Luton and uh, yes. the other one was uh, James Justin yeah. who was linked with Blues last summer and he was really really highly tipped to go far and Jack Stacey kept him out of the team for most of last season uh, so you've got you've got a right back position without doubt we need to fill that uh, centre half is is an is a interesting one I think even if Dawson goes I still think we only probably need another one really? I think yeah the Hagazi question is it? Yeah, you've you've still got obviously question marks over Hagazi's future. Ultimately, I still think Jack Fitzwater could be the fourth choice going into next season. Third goalkeeper is something that the club want to do. I'm not so no, I'm not so certain. About that. Uh, uh, you know, if if that gets done, then great. If not, then I wouldn't be all that bothered. We need a striker. I, I think even if Rondon goes and say Dwight Gale comes the other way, I still think we need another. Centre forward, something different. Yeah. As Kieran has touched, has touched on already, we need something to uh, a, a different option to, to Gail Rodriguez. We're talking about hypothetical, obviously, but yeah. we still need that kind of target man in the in the championship. Yeah. And then uh, another midfielder. Obviously, they've got to make a decision on James Morrison. But beyond that, you've got Livermore, you've got Barry, and you've got Brunt. I still, I still think you, you need something slightly different. No, I'd agree. So, so I should say, I mean, I, I, I think we'd, we'd probably we look, come to the we look quite good out should... wide. We look good out wide. Uh, we've sorted the left back department. 
the keeping de- the keeping department looks all right to me. So I, I think we've pro- we'd probably all say Morrison should have at least another year. Yeah. yeah. Yes, I'd give Morrison a year. Well, yeah. I would say we need a centre midfielder on top of that. Gun, what do you yeah, think? Yeah, me too. Me too. See, I think the centre midfield isn't the worry for me. I think our whole right side of the team, there isn't a lot of backup there. Yeah. I mean, on the left we've got obviously Brunt can go out wide. Sign Connor Townsend, who has played on the left side of a three. On the right, if Phillips is injured, we are struggling because we've seen Morrison. Morrison can drift out of games. Yeah, um, I think who Morrison's, else are you going to put there? Morrison's gone, gone beyond an age where he's going to play right wing. Exactly. He's, um, it, 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 obviously Burke's left sided. Chadley's left sided. You've got. Yeah. Um, I mean. Did Rodriguez have a spell out wise last season? Yeah. I was going to say, I mean, I, I think I like this about the formation because I think if they play the you formation, don't want to play I would Rodriguez play. That idea. No. It brings, dare I say, Rodriguez and Robson Carno into into mm. play if they're playing like a, a three a three up front. Kind yeah, of thing. we do, we do, we do need to probably in that sense, in that sense, probably do need another winger, don't we? I think on the right, definitely, and right back because I agree with you. I don't think the arms have the quality, and like you said, up front, I do think if this Dale Dwight Gale. Um, and Rondon swap goes through. We are we haven't got much of a backup because at some point in the championships in the championship season, you are going to want to load balls into the box. Yeah, have a target man. We wouldn't have that. Newcastle had Mitrovic. You look at um, yeah. Cardiff last season had Gary Medine coming off the bench. You need a net. We need a net gain of a striker, don't we? I mean, I, 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 even allowing for his good preseason, I'd like. I'd still love Robson Connor to go and have four strikers, not including him. But I think. Even including him, there needs to be a there needs to be a fourth. It does so it's seem enough. a bit one-dimensional, doesn't it? If you look at our attacking players, I there's only one way of doing it. They have Robson Carney. Robson Carney plays, he scores. I mean, it's just uh, <laughs> he's got this weird knack, hasn't he? I mean, he doesn't play all that much, but when he does, he always seems to ship him with something. Yeah. He's he's not he's not going to be first choice. It, 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 that much is clear. But I think I'm it's, not. I think it's what the him. what the role. Asks of you is the thing this season. You know, the, the, my concern about Hagazi, as I've said before, is that the demand on him this season isn't going to suit him as well as the demand on him last season. So, I mean, for instance, we didn't concede away at, at Anfield, we conceded two at home to Coventry on the weekend. And the reason is that if you ask of him more than just defend your, def, defend your um, yeah, penalty area, he'll fail at some point. And I feel that that, that, that kind of remains the case. And I think the, but the same with Robson Carnu really is we're going to have to unlock, we're going to have to, you know, um, unlock defences. Bolton are going to come to us to try and draw. Robson Carnu isn't going to do anything about that. He's not going to, he's not going to, he's got no trickery to get beyond them. He's not got a, a poacher's instinct to get, you know, to, to get in the box. He'll hold the ball up, but we don't need him to hold the ball yeah. up. So what, what's he for? Um, and, and I think that comes back to the point that both of you made. We do need something else. So I think Dwight Gow would bring you. Yeah, I'm not a massive fan of his, but I'd, I'd be really pleased to swap Rondon for him because I think that, that kind of makes sense. Um, I wonder uh, whether I, I feel like they, they they probably need someone closer to Rondon after doing that. Ironically, you yeah, know? no, of course, yeah. yeah, that's what I think. That's what I'm saying. You know, you look back at the teams that've been promoted the last few years. Um, you look at Wolves, obviously had a phobia last year, the second half of the season. But when they had, oh, obviously, it didn't really work out in the second half of the season for him. But the Bonatini was a different type of striker. Yeah. Uh, Fulham obviously signed Mitrovic yeah. who, who was lethal in the championship I think that's what you'll find next year we'll end up signing a striker in January that yes. is after a phobia or someone like that yeah so I, I wonder though on that point say Rondon's to leave Dawson's to leave McCauley's gone you do wonder whether the the, the portrayal of West Bromwich Albion as set piece specialists is kind yeah. of moving to one side now 
you're still going to have Brunt on set pieces Carl uh, Bartley's a decent, decent uh, goal scorer he, he's proven that in, in the um, in his career already but you do wonder whether we're going to have that same effect well it's a big shift when you start to sign you know, I think Connor Townsend is about 5'7 five 5'8 five yeah. or something yeah. Uh, the other one they're bringing in uh, is, is sub sub six foot. So all of a sudden you're t- you're kind of taking your fullbacks out as um, as, yeah. as goal scoring threats in the way that Dawson always was before. Um, yet Rondon w- w- was a value in both boxes and so on. And certainly if you were to play Rodriguez and Gale, that would be less the case. But I suppose. I mean, this is the thing. This is the other great announcement. Well, question. Darren Moore's, tr- Darren Moore's trying to shift the playing style, isn't he? Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's been four years since Albion have scored goals in open play. That's the other thing about this yeah. season. You know, we're, we're going to need to score masses of goals in open. Play. We've got no experience of that whatsoever. You know, we, we've we've scored. You now, even when we finished tenth, we scored what was it forty percent of our goals from set pieces. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's 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 a. It's I know a it's pre-season change. though, but we have been we have scored a lot of goals this pre-season from open play. Yeah, I, I know you can only take so much from it. But we haven't, haven't scored freely since like pretty no. much like you know there we was haven't. the year in Dimiteo and. Roy Hodgson and we, we scored probably 60 odd goals that year um, we conceded as many but we, you know we uh, that was actually a time in our in our Premier League era and perhaps a time under Steve Clark as well where you thought actually do you know what I fancy Alvin to score two or three today how do you feel about how pre-season's gone I'll give some examples I'd have liked to have seen whether we could make any sense of Burke and Phillips up front I'd have liked to have seen it's not his fault but Sam Field really really giving a chance I don't really feel like we've we've particularly progressed too too far with um, yeah, Fitzwater. You know, I, what do we, what have Lico, we learned about him? Well, so just, I'm, I'm still Lico, waiting for Lico, a huge so. one. Yeah. yeah, I mean, how do you feel? I, I mean, Edwards has had a good. I know, yeah, it's not to blame Big Dave or anything, but what have we learned? Um, first of all, pre-season it feels like it's kind of gone in a flash. I know. Pre-season yeah, feels like we we tend to play games abroad and um, and then we do, in historically we've had a foreign team come to the Hawthorns as well and it feels like we've, we normally play seven or eight games this year it feels so because of the World Cup maybe played Swindon played Barnet played Barnsley um, Aberdeen and then kind of before you know it the season's upon you uh, so it doesn't actually feel like we've even had that much of a kind of chance to even look at the players plus the fact that the transfer window's closing so soon yeah uh, compared to other seasons it's um yeah, what you wanted strange. to do is use use um, the closed season to expand your squad. So yeah. to, and, I, and like I like, said, so with Edwards, I mean Edwards has, has become someone who's you know, plausibly an option off the bench or something. Yeah. But I don't, know, I don't know if we've moved the dial on anyone else. We haven't seen much of Johnson yet because of the you know he's been injured, so he's got to kind of get up and running as the season yeah. starts, which perhaps isn't ideal. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that's brilliant. That's probably one of the best bits of business of the season. Though. Yeah, it's very very Swapping good business. Foster for Johnson. Yeah, Absolutely. for a guy ten years younger, fitter, you don't you don't have the injury worries, Johnston, that you you always had over yeah. Foster. Yeah, what I, I mean, that's right. What I would say on day one against, if you were to ask me who would want, if if I had both in the squad against Bolton, I'd pick Foster. But if you were to, I think the big difference is, and I've seen a lot of talk on, on Twitter. But I don't think Foster would have made it through a Championship season anyway. I, I, I've always thought Foster I've, I've been amazed Foster hasn't been injured more recently and, and I really do feel like he's around the corner from one whereas I feel like at least Johnson will kind of make out I think Ben Foster's a much better goalkeeper than, ben, than Sam Johnson is now but I think it's unquestionably he won't be a better goalkeeper than he is in two years time and how long's Foster got left so I, I, I do agree but I don't think it's I don't know if it's I don't think it's good news in the short term I think Foster's a superb goalkeeper and 
In yeah, fairness, Foster though, Johnson was, was a very, very strong keeper for Villa last. I mean, yeah. if you ask, ask any Villa fan, they're absolutely heartbroken. Well, that's the thing I like best about it. They, 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 they love him. No, they're, they're actually in brilliant. denial because they just kind of come back with something like, "Well, actually, <laughs> do you know what? James Chester and John Terry were, were the reason for our clean sheets. Never mind the goalkeeper." Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that kind of <laughs> that 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 kind of uh, annoyed them. Just chat through some of the uh, some of the, some names that we haven't mentioned. Uh, just throw one in there Gareth Barry what, what do you hope for from Gareth Barry this season uh, I've done a bit of a U-turn on Barry personally I, I think Barry could be pretty useful um, on the subject of Villa hashtag obsessed uh, you look at Jedinak Glenn Whelan in midfield the experience is certainly not mobile but just to have that head there that, that's kind of experienced has played God knows how many football matches in his playing career he's a better footballer than those two for example I think Gareth Barry he's not going to play 46 games but whereas a couple of months ago I'd have been happy for him to have kind of just been released at the end of his contract or, or to have parted company um, I, I'm starting to think now that he is here really? so, so, well. so you wouldn't given the choice now of paying him what's, uh, what he's one and a half million pounds to stay this season or to go you would keep him yeah if you're going to pay him one and a half million quid you may as well you know Chuck him in for 30 games So I wouldn't Go on, go, Kieran, what are you saying? I think now he's here He'll be useful um, Obviously, like like you said Yedinak can be used for specific games Which we are going to come for Yeah Next yeah. season got- I didn't think he'd want to stay for one Just because of the relationship he had with the fans last season And I don't, I don't see I didn't think the club would want him to stay either But we are where we are And I do we'll, It'll be useful I wouldn't start him every week Because no, yeah, just don't think it's thirty eight in, in, in December. So, so that's the thing. Barry's older than both the players that you mentioned there. Um but you're right, he was a better footballer in, in, in kind of in his prime. I mean if given the choice, I, I would I would still say I'd rather have the yeah, I'd rather bank the money than pay him. But he, as he's here, he's had a decent um pre season. What I'd say about Barry is I don't see Barry and Brunt in the same midfield. No, so, no, no, that uh, is too slow. <laughs> yeah, so you've got you you're gonna have to um Maybe that's maybe that's his role. He's the the quarterback in Wayne. Yeah. If um, if Brunt doesn't work out, uh, do we need to talk about Neon? No, Craney. What, what do you think about Craney? Um, it's it's one of those in the past. You know, you you look at a Robson Carney, for example, free agent, bit of a journeyman. Um, certainly not one to get you off your seat in terms of a signing. You put him under the header of kind of. Chris Baird or someone like that you just think bit of a bit of a yeah. player that can play a bit everywhere and a uh, bit of experience oh, he, he, he couldn't get in the Middlesbrough team last year so you kind of think well why should he be getting in the Albion I, team I, I don't mind the thought of him what, what I think about Craney is Naya must to go because I don't, cause I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think he's going to be Craney and one other we're not going to carry three hmm. right backs so Craney would be good and one of the things Craney would do is he'd solve two of the problems we've just said there so I mean he could play he could play in a back three he can notionally play in a back two at the centre off and he can play right back two so, so I saw some of, some of that problems he's played alright he's done okay and I don't think his record I mean I, I, yes he wasn't good enough for Middlesbrough last year but then and some very good players didn't play under Pulis at Middlesbrough last year, so that doesn't necessarily concern mm. me. So for me, I'd happily accept Craig. Like if Nyon goes and they bring in a better right starting right back, so you think a one-year deal for Rain? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be all right with that. Mm. Kieran, well, like you say, it's very much it'll be a utility signing. Well, he'll be there to drop him when because there will be injuries. Yeah, over the season, it's just someone that can fit that whole quadrant of the. But it, it's not gonna it's not gonna fill in on with excitement, is it? 
No, there are more exciting players around. Um, and actually, just to counter my own argument, one of the, one of the things I thought, I've thought i said before about Dawson is I don't want to see him play a full-back this season because I want our full-backs to actually attack. And I don't know, I, I think Crane is more of a... Uh, He's more of a Dawson than he is a Gibbs, and, and, and I'm not sure that he'd be right for us for that reason. What about uh, Chadley? So, so it all comes to play that, that Chadley doesn't go, and, he, and, <laughs> and all and his worst nightmare comes true, and he stays in West Bromwich. What do you do with him? Uh, but you, you play him. Yeah. You say, you say to him, can you uh, please do what you're paid to do as a... Uh, Would you be happy with it? a professional footballer. I, I, I'm just trying to work... Just, I actually don't have the answer to this. Do I want that to happen? Uh, I, th- I think I do. I mean, I think Chadley's a good Master player. Chadley's We're not going to get a better player than Chadley, are we? World Cup semi-finalist. Yeah. You know. um, <laughs> I, I, I just think you've got to say to him, get your head down. Much like Dawson, Rodriguez, whoever else, if it doesn't happen, get your head down. You never know what might happen in January. I guess the Darren, what Darren Morse thinks is, I'm bringing in all these young players. And it's very clear what he's trying to do. He's trying to build together a, a core of players who are going to... Um, Make each other bigger and grow, and and, and, and having someone like a Nasser Chadia who clearly doesn't want to be there would probably be, I don't know. What, what, do you, what do you think, Aaron? Um, obviously, he's, he's a great player to have in the squad. The problem is his attitude could be de- detrimental to yeah. what Moore's trying to do. Um, we've got, you know, that togetherness, that feeling from last season that is carrying on into this new season. Yeah. Chadley wasn't part of that really, and. As far, I'm surprised he hasn't gotten. I mean, the World Cup's got in the way, but I'm surprised there hasn't been any interest in him yet. Um, football, totally football-wise, keep him. He can play right and left. Yeah. We'd need him, but I'm not sure he's he's on the same wavelength as the rest of the squad. Yeah, I, I, just in, just in the time thinking about, I, I I think I think the Darren for for Darren Moore's revolution to have a chance. He probably needs to not be there. Yeah. Just, we just undermine him, I think, I feel. Yeah, I know, I understand that. One week you're playing with Sturridge and Krakowiak, the next week you're playing with, <laughs> you know, kind of Harvey Barnes and Connor Townsend. So that is, it's a shift in squad yeah. in, 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 the term, in terms of names. I actually think it's a good point you make about wavelength because I'd argue Nasser Chadley was not the same wavelength as Hazard and De Bruyne, but he's, yeah. like, he's somewhere in between, isn't he? Yeah. He's going from playing with genuinely world class footballers to trying to get West Brom out of a well, that, out of a division that is notorious for just being a division where you'll get kicked up in the air if you've shot, got any flair about it. That's what you. shot me at the World Cup actually. It did prove that he is a player that can track back and actually get stuck in. Yeah he played a very very the problem well is, is his he head's obviously got to be in it. Yeah. Which it just doesn't seem He's to be. He's got to be fit as well. Brom. He hasn't been fit for Albion yeah. for uh, Pretty much since well, it's got about e- September it 2016. Yeah, I was going to say it's got every reason to be supremely fit because he essentially had a. a Nobody came back with it. He came back with an injury, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. so. uh, Dawson. So, so I, know I think Dawson has behaved pretty pretty poorly really this summer in order to get a transfer. I can I can understand yeah. why. And and in, in, for anyone who's listening, who's going to go on Twitter and say, "Oh, if he's going to write like that, get rid of him." You're doing exactly what he wants from you, by the way. I mean, what 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 this is about is an agent saying to him, "Well, be." Be unruly, annoy everyone, because then they'll let you go for fifteen million rather than twenty million. You can actually get a deal. So you're actually playing his game by doing it. And I don't want to do that. Um, but I do actually think, despite the fact that Dawson's been, yeah, has, has had a terrible close season in terms of him, his personality was. He seems to be the sort of person. If once August the twelfth goes by, you probably get his head down. I guess. Yeah. Well. I mean, uh, what do you want? What do you hope to happen with Dawson? Do you want it? 
would you be you know in the same way as think back to last season Evans was going to go didn't go and you wake up on we didn't know it was going to be awful but you wake up on January you know on February the 1st think well we've got Jenny Evans in the team that's good that's how I felt I'd probably feel the same about Dawson I think if it came mm-hmm. to it and it was forced to say I'd probably be happy the only thing I would say about that comparison is that Johnny Evans didn't have the transfer request in yeah. didn't refuse to train uh, Johnny Evans actually just got on with it yep. and, and obviously 12 months later he's got his move Dawson's what is he 28 he's going to have his best years I would argue probably still to come if he's not already enjoying them now Yeah. so I don't know it's a it's a difficult one I, I take your point about the idea that come the middle of August if he's still at the Hawthorns he's probably going to feature he's probably also going to perform Yeah. he's not going to be someone that I can see sulking and just doesn't come across as that kind of personality even though he's obviously been advised as such this summer so I definitely have somewhere in the in the, te- in the team for him because but would he, you he's want still going to be the bigger question is would you would you want to see a sell Dawson for 20 million buy a centre half for 8 million and bank that cash or would you want Dawson to stay which would be your preference uh, I, I think I'd rather have Dawson stay yeah, well, I th- I'm, I not, I'm not convinced that the 25 million pound would then go back into and, and I've got no sense that, I mean I've got no sense that we'd, we'd improve on him. What, what, what do you think, Kieran? Uh, I, f- I do think the money you'd get for Dawson would help because obviously we've all got our concerns with Fagazi and uh, Neil. So it's two, two positions you could fill with that money quite easily in that league. At the same time, we're not going to get Dawson's quality in return. No. I think he's proven himself as a consistent Premier League defender. So if we can keep him for a year I think we should because he's going to go into his, the prime years of his career now um, as, in terms of his attitude I think you know he's handed in a transfer request before actually hasn't he yeah yeah. yeah. that was for different reasons obviously that was because he was playing right back he's but, never refused or to weren't playing before, at all wasn't playing at all um, but he just got his head down I think maybe he's, you know he was advised by someone who he shouldn't really listen to and he, knowing him he'll probably be embarrassed by it to be honest and he'll just want to get his head down if, if he I mean, doesn't go through he certainly should be embarrassed by it by wherever he turns up next year it's, it's uh, yeah it's, it, he's, we haven't been bad for his for his career I would suggest yeah. so uh, to two players uh, that the that needed a good pre-season and probably haven't had them what do you do this year with Oliver Burke and Jonathan Leaker are they both at the Albion this year for you um Burke has to be. I, I just think West West Brom have they've just got to do everything within their power to try and make Burke work. You wouldn't loan him out. <sighs> not for not for not a fifteen million pounds signing. Where, where where would he go? Where exactly? Do you send him to League One? Do you send him to another Championship club? Strengthen potentially their hand. Do you send him to Scotland? SBL. What what developments are you really going to get up there? Um, I just it's a really awkward one because I, I'm not sure Ollie Burke now at £15 million gets in the team ahead of Harvey Barnes in Darren Moore's head nope and I'm not sure that he would benefit from being anywhere else he, he, he needs to there needs to be a way of making it work the money that's spent on him do you agree Kieran? But you look uh, be... I think it was I just think it was really a weird signing really £15 million was a lot of money to spend on someone that we weren't going to use I'm still not convinced about his football ability, to be honest. I haven't seen anything that suggests... He seems to be very much... His, his whole game is pace. 
but in, when he's got the ball, even his decision making, I haven't seen. I mean, Harvey Barnes is coming. You, you can at least see a glimpse of he's thinking about what he's doing. No, I think that's absolutely because if because if Barnes uh, didn't do anything in the next ten games, he would still have done yeah, that. Was you've got to, you Sorry. haven't even you haven't even had that with Burke, and I just think it was poor no. business from the club to pay that much in the first place. Um, I wanted to work for him. I don't know why because I've got there's no reason why I should really like him as a player, but. I just don't he's really confusing yeah. but I think there's there's obviously potential there because they wouldn't have spent that money if and as it happens he, he plays in the part of the team that probably needs yeah needs that it does, ex- it does excite you because yeah. he's you know running at pace and he just glides past players but and he, and then he's, he'll just you know he doesn't think about what he's doing with the ball he's got, like, he's got the pace that we haven't seen That'll be, it, when was the last time he had a really really mm. ridiculously quick winger you know who, My, who could who from could what, take from what I've seen back. of him actually as well when he's playing on instinct like when he did that assist last season he'll get to the ball and cross without thinking about it he looks half decent the problem we're going to have is we're going to have a lot of possession uh, a lot of times next season so he's going to have the ball and have time to think about what he's doing yeah. I'm not convinced he's, he's going to make right decisions my heart sank a bit that he didn't he didn't start against Coventry because I kind of feel like if, yeah. he had, if he isn't starting in that game they must really really have no time because I mean what when, well, Moore, when else Moore, is was, Moore was obviously keen to get Barnes on the pitch, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah. And they obviously play in the same position. That's another quite telling thing that he felt he had to go and bring Barnes in. I know we've, I know McLean's gone, but you're still left with Burke, potentially Chadley, unless he's confident Chadley will be off. I, I just but think more pressingly, Burke, Lico, and Edwards, and you're bringing in a youth player to play wide on, in front of all of them. Yeah, we've got I mean, no it's quite a big statement. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, yeah, you've got you've got a year. Leicester obviously rate very very highly so but he signed a four year contract didn't he yeah so he's, he's, not going, he's not going to be coming to the Hawthorns permanently so what about Lico does, does, does Lico frustrating <laughs> so I think Lico what is he we burst, he played that game against West Ham he's 16 yeah. we're now talking more than two years on uh, was he 18 19 maybe it, I, I do think he actually needs to go back out again yeah I he didn't that. work for him in Bristol, uh, Bristol, Bristol City last year I wonder whether he needs to go to League One and, and play, you know, League One football. Um, uh, get as much football as he can against blokes that are twice his age. Yeah, because there's only so many like, um, you know, pacey wide players with question marks against their names that the squad can have really. Isn't yeah, they? yeah, I know. I Where mean, have they all come from? Either? Well, you know, because <laughs> they're going to start to cancel each other out. Edwards and Lico and Burke going to cancel each other out. You look at the last three, four years, five years, even beyond that. You look at the players we've had out wide, Jerome Thomas, Giles Barnes, Summon Choi, um, Zoltan Gira, we even played Fortune out wide, uh, Sessignon. These players aren't lightning quick. No. They're all they're all obviously contribute to Albion uh, in their own way. But they don't they none of them possess the pace that Burke, for example, had. No. Um, so we have the potential in this squad at the minute to be Quite exciting. <laughs> you just gotta right. try and find, uh, and obviously you know with, with Jimmy Shan in the um, in the setup as well, it, he's going to be keen overseeing the, the development of these players. Okay, so finally then, right, let's put our, uh, let's get it out there. I'm going to ask you both to name your starting lineup against Bolton. Go on, Kieran, you can go first. Oh. Is this as it stands? This is hypothetical. Yeah, this, this is, is as this it is, stands. Is, if there's no business done in the next we seven have, days, we don't have Dwight Gale. We still have Nasser Chadley. We still have James, uh, right. Craig Dawson. Right. Oh, we Names. still have Rondon as well, don't we? If that, okay, that's changed. Uh, I'm going to go Johnson in goal, obviously. Yeah. Gibbs left back, Bartley, 
and then Hagazi and Dawson I dropped Neil and I risk upsetting Dawson and playing him right back <laughs> uh, in the centre I'd have Livermore and Brunt uh, I'd have Morrison in front of them number 10 then I'd have Phillips on the right uh, Chadley on the left and then I'd start Rondon if we still had him I get the feeling we're all changing our teams as we speak yeah uh, <laughs> yeah well I think I, I'm not too far from it. What, I'm going to stick with my team actually I'm going to go Johnston in goal I'm going to go with Dawson at right back Agazi Bartley in the middle and Gibbs at left back uh, fitness permitting then I'm going to have Livermore and Brunt as my two midfielders I'm going to have Phillips on the right Chadley on the left again fitness permitting and then I'm going to have Morrison in behind Rodriguez I'm going to leave Rondon on the bench because his head's not in it <laughs> in my head head's not right head's not there so I've got exactly the same team I was going to say that he's the same team just a strike isn't it? <laughs> well I, I, I changed slightly I'm not going to start Garzi. I'm going to play Dawson at centre half and play Naim at right back I'm really not sure about that because I feel okay, like right. I feel like I'm trying to bring in two um, problem child so, so I'm not sure <laughs> problem children problem uh, children yes uh, the Chadley I, Chadley I can't work out so no oh, right oh, I, no, I've, I already think I prefer yours no, no stick with it stick with it <laughs> alright well I went Johnson Nyam Bartley Dawson yes yeah, so to Bartley and Dawson the thing is I, think, I still think fundamentally we conceded two at home against Coventry and that wasn't great and I, mm. and I, and I expect that to happen when Higazi was playing uh, Gibbs at right back uh, yeah Brunt anchoring the midfield behind Livermore and Morrison yeah Phillips Phillips and Barnes behind Rodriguez I'm really not sure I just feel like you've got to play Barnes it might be a school to two every week Albion win 2-0 anyway so it doesn't matter yeah 2-0 yeah. uh, Okay. It's a strong squad, though. If you look at it now, it's championship. I mean, I, I honestly think the only one that's stronger is Stoke. Yeah, uh, and, well, and Stoke have got a pretty scary team that they can name at the minute. You know, if you've got players like uh, Badu and Dai, I think Imbula's back at the squad, back back yeah. at Stoke after his loan. You've got Mama Biram Juf, Berahino, who potentially could, you know, catch fire again. I potentially, well, Stoke strong emphasis on strong squad. As it happens, yeah, I've said before that I think the only area of Stoke squad. Of our squad that, as it stands at this moment, is stronger than theirs. He's up front. Oh, well, I, I would say we have two strikers in Rondon Whereas and Rodriguez that are better than theirs. Better uh, than yeah, left back, I guess. Yeah, I, I would count, count, count full backs maybe. Don't on really, don't really rate Eric Peters. There's a lot more. There's a lot more question marks about ours. You know, yeah. the, the the yeah. If you look there, I've said Kyle Bartley, who I don't know if he's any good or not really, and Craig Dawson, who probably isn't going to be there. That's your that's your that's your central central yeah. defence. I think Dawson and Rondon, who are the most likely to leave. If you take them out of our squad, put Dwight Gale in, you'd still fancy that squad against most of the league, really. Yeah. Other yeah. than so, I think so. I'd say after Stoke, we'd we'd, we'd be heading this. Heading the chase anyway. Well, you, that, that that's what. Well, let's let's end it on that positive note. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited now. Yeah, and I it's going to be. I mean, it's good. Are you looking forward to it? I'm, I am. It's, I'm going, really to, it's going to, going to be it. the best season in years. <laughs> <laughs> Just for being not in the Premier League. There'll be a derby every month. Yeah. yeah. We'll be winning games. I'm looking we'll forward. To, I'm looking forward. Pushing to for it. promotion. Hopefully, we'll have Darren Moore, who everyone loves. The club will be together. It'd be great. Yellow and I'll green stripes. Yellow and green stripes. 
Hopefully. So, well, I'm, I mean, I mean, that's that's obviously that's, something that me and Kieran are praying for. Anyway. <laughs> to be so, no, it's a, that, that's uh, my my youth is, was full of yellow and green stripes, and then very very briefly yellow and red stripes, which didn't take too much. Oh, I remember that. Uh, yeah. Oh well, thank you for uh, for joining us again, and we'll be coming to, back to you uh, weekly throughout the throughout the season. Um, onwards and upwards. We'll see you next week for another Woodman Corner.